Hey everyone, welcome to the Adjust Your Life podcast. I'm Dr. Patrick O'Brien and I'm here with Dr. Tim Dooley. Together we run Integrative Physical Medicine of Dayton, a place where wellness is top of mind. We are more than just chiropractors though. We are committed to staying up to date with the latest health trends and are passionate about helping people feel their best. In this podcast, we'll break down wellness topics every episode and give you the tools you need to be the best you can be. Hello, everyone. My name is Dr. Patrick O'Brien. I'm here with Dr. Tim Dooley. Hey, guys, what's you up? You are here for another episode of the Adjust Your Life podcast. We were talking earlier today about um, different, you know, we've had patients come in talking about mi- different misnomers, different myths of chiropractic. Is it expensive? Is it painful? You know, once you go, you have to keep coming back. And I thought, you know, this is an appropriate topic for us to go into some detail about why those are not completely true or totally untrue. First off, this is a podcast. <laughs> it's, it's our third season. I heard. Third season. This is which many, is crazy. How many podcasts have we had? Or how many episodes of the podcast? I think we're at 24 of them. 24 American podcasts. Wow. <laughs> That's nice. 24 episodes. And they're all excellent. You got to check them out if you haven't seen them to this point. I beg to differ. Some are better than others. I listen to it driving home every day. I don't know about you. I, listen, I like to listen to myself talking. I'm just kidding. That no, I don't. sounds... <laughs> I especially like to hear Dr. Dooley talk. No. So um, getting right into it, we again, we're going to go over some myths uh, associated with chiropractic care, um, things that you've heard. And again, I think from our perspective, obviously, as professionals in this field, we can answer those questions right to the point. So we're myth busting? Myth busting. That's what we should have named it. Mm-hmm. I don't know mm-hmm. if we have the, we don't have the copyright on that. But no. all right, so let's, let's go into the first one here. Um, people talk about, when I mention I'm a chiropractor, I get different responses. I get, oh, that's really cool. You're a chiropractor. Or... Um, oh, like kind of a weird response because they just don't know about it. And I, when you get more into detail about that person, someone will be like, well, I just, I don't know if I want my neck adjusted because I, it's going to hurt. Mm-hmm. And chiropractic care is not a painful treatment. Uh, no. it, the sound I think is what is, they assume pain with the, the popping sound, right. but the sound is just the release of the air, the gas within the joint space, but not painful, if you will. I mean, I assume you'd agree with that. Well, plus there's other ways of doing it too. I guess the most common one is the quick, sudden movement. And, you know, that's a little scary to the first timer. Sure. Um, there's also, we can use an activator. We could use more stretching exercises and protocols. Or we can do it in a different manner where you're face down altogether, and it's really just a drop more than a rotational component. And I think it's well, that's true. Like, all those are... So those don't hurt. Some people like the activator, which which the activator is like the little tool that is like a little clicker tool that helps to uh, fix the, the joints. You know, if you have a very, very acute neck or a very, very flared up injury or the joint is so irritated, when you go to do the manipulation, there could be a very quick sense of some mild discomfort, but that's in a sense to fix your problem. Right. Uh, and but usually when it's that uncomfortable, we don't even go to that move. We correct. go to a different move first until you're better off, right? Correct. Yeah, that's exactly right. And, and if I adjust someone's neck for the first time and they hear the popping, they might have a little, they might feel startled or they might have a response like, oh my gosh, and almost like what would be construed as pain. But then when every time you ask, is that painful? It's like, it's not mm-hmm. painful. It's just the popping sound. It's just, uh, it's you know, it's just different. They're not used to that. Right. But the, the, the ultimate goal is obviously to make you have less pain. So right. obviously you wouldn't be, this wouldn't be a profession if this was a painful profession. This right. People love to get adjusted. So. I'd have to imagine... 98% of the patients, if not more, don't find it painful. No, I, no. I, I mean, and it comes to the technique. You know, certain doctors provide, you know, higher in intensity of adjustments and others are different. I We've been doing this for coming up on 10 years now and, you know, everyone has done exceedingly well with the if, treatment. Frankly, so. if it's painful, then it's being done wrong. I would agree with that. I would agree with that, especially if you have pain within the first 
like immediately upon the upon the uh, the adjustment or within the first couple hours I tell a patient, then maybe mm-hmm. the adjustment's not where it needs to be. But I mean, if you're if the next day you wake up and you're sore, honestly, I, that means I did my job. That means we got a joint that's moved, it hasn't moved in a while, and that's a good thing. So mm-hmm. maybe some soreness could be associated. Just depends on the patient. That's not a bad thing. Just like yeah. if you went to the gym and worked out, you might be sore. That's not a bad thing. Right. Right, right. So that so yeah, it's not meant to be painful. People do very well. If you're nervous about it, uh, I can assure you we can walk you through it. If you were um, you know interested in doing it, and if you don't want to try that technique, there's different techniques. Yeah, that's and I tell patients we're, we're not tyrants. We're not going to make them do something no. that they don't want to do. So if it's something that's contraindicative or it's something that we think it's going to be painful, it's certainly not going to be done on you. Yep, so definitely. Think about that. All right, next myth. We got a few of these here. Um, the next one is. People assume the cost. It's expensive. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I don't have coverage from an insurance standpoint. Chiropractors want to put me on multiple. Once you go in, they're going to want you to come in multiple, multiple visits, long treatment plans. We and don't do that. Well, if us personally, we just I can't I can't do that. Yeah. I mean, I can give you recommendations on how many visits you may need. Right. But I'm not. We're not going to bind you to this long treatment plan if that if so be it. But the expense is like, <clears throat> it. I don't find it that expensive. But we take all. Pretty much every darn major insurance company, including Medicare, Medicaid, Correct. so uh, it's not expensive. Like, I mean, you do have copays and deductibles and all that good stuff, just like you would anywhere else. I don't find it any more expensive than any other. Thing. No, and I, you know, from from a lot of different perspectives, you look at it as cost effective. So, like, if you if you have just some mild neck pains and you need to be adjusted once a month or whatever it may be over the course of a couple of years, you are delaying or stopping the onset of maybe more severe disc or arthritic-based issues that if you ignored it mm-hmm. and then you ended up going into an orthopedist or a neurosurgeon or someone and they want you to do all these high-end treatments or surger- surgery or whatever it may be, chiropractic care is far cheaper than having to go that route. So there, you can look at it from that perspective as far as maintenance and the, the expenses at that point. Mm-hmm. So it's from the expense. In most insurance companies, uh, our cash rate is like what? Cover it forty dollars, and you get pretty much just about anything in the chiropractic realm of our office. I don't find yeah, and I I think different rates go you know apply to different doctors. But yeah, Yeah. if you come in get adjusted forty bucks, and that you know you can get other treatments done, and that doesn't. Bottom line is we don't do the long upfront payments, and uh, you know we just. That's not our style. It's I, that style was I think used a lot more in the past. There's mm-hmm. people that still do that, but that's more of um, there's different tactics associated with that. So I, I personally am not a fan of that. I don't think that's necessary. Um, but obviously, I still recommend a certain amount of visits for each patient. Yeah, I think we busted that myth. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Continue on. Let's. What's the next one we're gonna talk about? I don't even know. Let's see. Uh, they say it's dangerous. 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 Mm. Well. It's drinking too much water is dangerous. Taking improper amounts of, you know, prescribed medication is dangerous. I mean, you can make an argument that anything you do on this planet, you, you step into yeah. get in the car and drive from your house, it's dangerous. So, yeah. there, you know, there's danger associated with anything. Again, you have to make sure you're with the right trained professional. Mm-hmm. And that's I, what they're doing. I don't think, I don't even know what the dangers would be. Every now and then, I, we've never cracked a rib, I don't think. It's and it's again, it's just screening the right no. person, the right yeah. technique. No, I mean, I get that that risk runs, you know, with with getting adjusted. And some people you hear these quote, oh the stroke horror risk stories. Yeah, yeah we, that's we the talk about the stroke risk, and that that percentage is like one in millions. So I don't. That's very very minimal. I mean, your chances of getting uh, you know sick and dying are much greater than that. I would think, as far as like wrong medication, wrong prescription, something like that, yeah. as opposed to getting an adjustment and I, just quick example like a lot of these one of these stories for example some a woman who had modeling was modeling out in in hollywood 
ended up seeing a chiropractor and they were trying to associate that from a stroke from the adjustment. But what was not identified and reported was that she had had a, bl- a blunt head trauma from falling off of a ladder the two days before that then the oh. chiropractor just didn't screen her. So a lot of times there's a pre-existing thing already there anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's just a matter of obviously making sure the patient is good. So no, not dangerous. Everyone does well. Uh, everyone has done well in our office, I should say, because I can speak, can't speak for everybody but, else. I think of the pra- patient's perspective. When a patient comes in and they already are feeling it's dangerous, you and I, we're, I'm going to recognize that and oh, we're not going to push the envelope with you. So if, you know, if there's a the conservative way of doing something that provides you benefit, that keeps you sanity, keeps your sanity, then we're going to do that first. So sure, and we we adjust kids. I've adjusted a hundred year old patient before. I, it's it's not a one size fits all. So it's just again, it's it's safe for for all ages. Different for every age. Absolutely. Um, next one. I'll what is it? Start tell me, tell one. me, tell me, tell me. We got a couple more. Um, this one, uh, they only, chiropractors are known to only treat neck and back. I, I can't tell you how many times I'm asked, do you, do you know anything I about treat. the knee? That's all yeah. I treat. Neck do you only, well, then I will treat everything else. I'll treat the, the mid back and then the shoulders and the hips and all that stuff. Good. That gives me a break. We, <laughs> yeah. But people are like, do you, do you know anything about the knee? Do you know anything about the shoulder? And it's, mm-hmm. I guess I can understand that, you know, chiropractors, I guess by trade are supposed to be more spinal related, but what we learn in school just far exceeds that. Yeah. I do a lot of shoulders, a lot of hips, knees, feet. Uh, what am I leaving out? Pretty and much. it's not just manipulation. It's no. it's other treatments just besides being adjusted. There's Soft tissue more. treatments, yep. joint treatments, uh, pretty much everything. Range of motion activities and exercises, physical therapy we essentially do here as well. Um, we cover pretty much every area of the, of the back. If it has to deal with a joint or any type of mechanical motion, mechanical mobility, we're going to work on it for you. Sure. Yeah, and a, a lot of times people have back pain. It, it a lot of times it's not necessarily your back. It could right. be your hip causing your back, and that's where you really. Right. That's why we have to know if it's something right. other than the spine. Yeah, and if we if we know we can't do anything for it, and you're you're getting referred out. So. I think we both pride ourselves on that. If yeah. we're if we can't figure it out, we will be the first one to tell you like you need to go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm I'm all about that. That's the that's one of the biggest things we do for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and so kind of getting. A little bit back into what we talked about going to a chiropractor and they want you to come in multiple times is like basically what people say, once you start getting adjusted, um, you have to keep coming back forever. Not that, true. Not a, true at all. How I, many times do you adjust me a year? Less than five. Yeah. Less, less than, than five, five. At, at best. And it's just, and it's usually after some sort of you've, but I don't come to you with a condition that needs a lot of care. Right. I, yeah. I just need an adjustment from time to time. And we deal with those patients like, that's fine. But if you come in and you injure yourself, you need a different treatment plan than I do. That's right. right. That's right. And, and that's the, the way it is. The, the kind of metaphor I give people is that if you are so used to feeling a certain way and then you get an adjustment, you are now exposed to, wow, it actually, this is what it feels like to feel this good. So mm-hmm. then you may go in more than you were before, right. but it's because you're now used to this new way of life, which right. is an improvement. And it may, that's why. It may take you six months to get back to that point, or it may take you a week or three days. Mm-hmm. It's all depending on what you're here for. That's right. That's right. So, so definitely not something you have to keep going, no. but I mean, obviously we recommend maintenance because it prevents a and whole a, lot of things. And there's a strong stigma with that with chiropractic. And I just, we don't follow that. Yeah, at all. There's and I think that's no how pressure we, when you come here. I'm just going to tell you what you have, what I think, and it. it's your decision, not mine. And that's kind of how we, you know, why we started this together. We had very similar mindsets. Chiropractors have, and they can be all over the place when it comes mm-hmm. to the philosophy, but we we line up pretty good with that. Yeah, and, and re- the reality is, seven percent of the population uses chiropractic. Yep. I think it might be a tad more than that since we. I would I would have said less than ten. Yeah, I think that's what we were told. Um, think about that. Like, there's not that many. I mean. <laughs> 
Which that's just that's mind blowing. Jeez, less than yeah, less than ten percent, and how many people it could actually benefit right. just don't even realize it. Yeah. Right. There's such a stigma with it for so long that a lot of the older population does not come, but the younger population is really turned on to it. And what speaking on that regard, so many younger doctors closer to my age are so much more open to go go see your chiropractor, do this and that, and it's just really becoming so much more accepted, at least yeah. in my eyes. So. Oh, definitely, definitely referral based also. Um, on to the next one. We're, no, please don't. We're talking. Break. This is going to be the going for you, right? Okay. This one, it's it's bad for your bones. Well, first bad of all, we're bones. manipulating joints. I, I want to know. I want to know your opinion on how it would be bad for your bones. I mean, could we even make that argument? I don't even think. I, I did could. snap that one in half. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> we're we yeah we are everything is good with what we do as far as your bones. If anything, it's bet it's good for your bones because. You get better joint mobility. Yeah, it's more joint mobility means less tension, less overall irritation to the actual structure of the bone. Definitely not bad for the bone. Yeah, I don't even. Honestly, I don't even have a comment on that. I don't. Bad for my bones. Yeah, it's if you. I guess here's what I the way I would take it if I'm reading this in, from a very, you know, outsider looking in here. Um, bad for your bones. Let's think you're a 90 year old woman with osteoporosis. Well, Is this yeah. going to be bad for your bone to do it? Well, obviously. You know, a lot of times an x-ray, you can see if there's some sort of deficiency there or, you know, you're not going to, I'm not going to adjust this, a 90-year-old woman like I would a 25-year-old right, college football player. That's it, different. Right. Because we know that. We know that. Sure. Not to do certain adjustments on that that's patient. Right. So, yeah, that's right. And, I you know, guess, when like we, I said earlier, when you get adjusted, it's not, the sound is not the bones. Everyone's like so caught up in that. It's not the bone. It's literally like popping your knuckles. It's just that. That air release. popping out, which sounds like a bone. So it's, I mean, if it was bones rubbing against bone, that wouldn't feel good. Obviously. I can think of a lot of things bad for your bones. Yeah. Would be, yeah. But chiropractic we, is not we'll, one of them. We'll, chiropractic. I like that. How'd you like that? We're going to use that. That was mm-hmm. good. I'm going to put that on We're the wall. We're going to highlight that as a part of our podcast. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll use that as the preview. What do you think about that, Natalie? We'll use that as the preview. Yeah, she likes that. Um, on to the next one, we'll talk about chiropractic and it doesn't work. That's extremely subjective statement, first of all. Well, be- it might not. And Sometimes right. it doesn't. Sure. But they're not going to come here 50 times because I'm not going to let them. That's it. And that's it. And I tell people, like, we help a lot of people. And, you know, we also say, like, if this is not working, we are not going to just be ignorant and keep doing it. We try something different. I can't. People. And the other thing is, is people that say it doesn't work. A lot of these people haven't even Never tried chiropractic. It. Yeah. And it's just like me saying, like, well, you know, I acupuncture doesn't work. I've personally never done acupuncture. I can't. I don't have an opinion. I can't still refer that. people over for yeah, it. Yeah, you can't. So if it's worked to each his own, if you get adjusted and it is curing your headaches and medication's not, you know, and it works for you and it's not going to work for the next 10 people. It doesn't mean right. we'll find out what works for you. And at least if you haven't tried it. But if it doesn't work, it shot. you've already tried everything else. So what do you have to lose? Plus, this is conservative treatment, not medications. Like if anything, this is where you should start in a lot of these conditions, mm-hmm. in my opinion, especially with like headaches and things like that. Entry level things. Yep. Um, next one. Let's what? talk. We got two more, more? two, oh, two more goodness. good ones here. Let's, let's skip to the last one. We'll save the second to last one for last here. Um, it's not safe for kids. Hmm. So I got four kids. At least last time I checked, I had four kids. Right. And you got four, four girls. I know like what more. to say right seems now, like but more. I shouldn't say it. <laughs> <laughs> and I adjust my kids on my calendar. I mean, I have it set up where I'm essentially adjusting them basically every six weeks just to my my one son's very involved in sports, so he he asks for adjustments more than the other ones, but mm-hmm. perfectly safe. Like I said earlier, I mean, I've a lot of times with young young kids, it's not even an adjustment so much as it is like a 
pressure being applied to certain areas. It's like this natural corrections like sure. as soon as you pick them up. Sure. And there's there's lots of chiropractors that focus on pediatrics. They have the um, mobility in their spine that we wish we had at our age, oh basically. Oh, gosh. It's, well, it, it, it's satisfying because when you do it with them, you can feel the change so quickly mm-hmm. in the neck, whereas some other individuals, it might take a few visits to start to see that mobility. Kids, you know, they're, they're resilient, resilient, but they, they do well. very malleable. They bounce back very quickly. Yeah. All things that we wish we had yeah, I, until I'm, we're I, 70. Yeah, well, obviously we're always going downhill, I guess, especially yeah. once I'm at 36, I'm already going downhill. So Downhill? <laughs> you're older than me too i'm not older than you don't don't lie to anybody much older no just kidding uh all right last one and this is kind of one that depending on who you talk to has an opinion on this and it's let's hear chiropractors it. are not quote real doctors huh. well what's a real doctor what's a doctor a doctor is a educator essentially all the word doctor means a teacher um so that again that term you could be a i tell people you could be a doctor of paleontology you could be a doctor of chiropractic you could be a doctor of medicine i, I mean it, first of all it is a doctor we are a doctor but we're specialized in with what chiropractors do specialized in, in our fields yeah. yeah and spine things like this so to say real doctor that's uh, that that term is it doesn't mean a lot to me it's such a loose term yeah it doesn't really bother me to say i'm not a real and it doesn't bother me to say i am a re- I, I guess i just don't think about it i'm just i'm just here to help basically mm-hmm yeah, but it's a doctorate program. Yeah, it's a doctorate program. You know, four, I pay three, for four it. Years. That's for damn sure. Oh, or we'll be paying for it. One or the other. Oh, the student loans. It's just as much as yeah. a med school doctorate. Every single bit of it. That's so true. <laughs> so I, don't I don't even, know. I don't even like to log in to I, look at that. I mean, people call me Doctor Dooley. Yeah, quite frequently. Frankly, I, when I'm talking about you to like a friend, I will say Dr. Dooley and then I'll catch up and say Tim. Just say Tim. Yeah. Yes, so it's just, you're so used to it. But, you know, like in, in grad school, we're taking 4,000 plus hours. Um, when you look at a lot of these sites, it's extremely comparable. And a lot of them is actually a few hundred hours, even more than certain med schools for what yeah. they have to do. They have to go through their residency and things like this. But I mean, we're, uh, education-wise, we're every bit, if not more, in a lot of ways, uh, affiliated with comfortable. where an MD or DO would be. I feel comfortable in my realm of what i'm doing i don't feel comfortable talking about what i tell people is like i know a lot about what i'm doing here but i know a little about a lot what goes on elsewhere correct so my job is to decipher those things that i don't know anything about Mm -hmm. or i can either catch something and get them the heck out of here to that specific profession and you know if i'm a doctor or not a doctor doesn't matter to me like i can still do what a lot of doctors can we can order mris we can order this we can do that i'm not held up maybe a little discriminated against for our reimbursement rates yeah it's true because we watch our nurse practitioners see a third of the patients you and i see and in the collections on her end are much different than ours like that that annoys me but and maybe that gets better with time yeah but no you're right i mean i had a patient here the other day that had all sorts of vertigo and spinning and all sorts of issues not a chiropractic case and it ended up being a type of positional vertigo of which she was not getting answers from other doctors. And she was so appreciative today, almost to the point of tears, mm-hmm. where she was just like, I can't believe I come here and you always have an answer for this, this, this. I'm not an expert in that field, but I can at least I'd be able to identify this is what the problem is. Maybe yeah. let's look research into a little bit more yourself. So, if, yeah, so, I, mean, I, if just, we, I don't know. I guess we could talk on and on about that. I just don't I don't know. It doesn't bother me either way. Yeah, no, I mean, I still tell people it's just a fine doctor. Everyone has mm-hmm. a specialty these days, and, and this is we specialize in what we do. Right. I'm confident I can answer any question you have. If I don't, I won't make something up. I will tell mm-hmm. you I don't know, and we will find out the answer. Simple mm-hmm. as that. So, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't know about that one. But we, um, yeah, so, you know, obviously these are Any some other myth busters? Common myth. <laughs> no more myth busters. You got I think we busted a few me? myths. Pleased with. There's not any more. What we've gone over. There's tons of other myths. We could probably talk forever about this. I think these are the ones that I usually have brought to my attention more than the others. Um, but, you know, if you have questions, um, there's a thousand different ways to get a hold of us. You can look at our Facebook account. Send us a message. You can call here and ask to talk to me. You can call the, our phone number. You can get on our website. I mean, there's uh, please use that accessibility. You're not getting my cell phone number. We're though. going to get our Instagram page <laughs> large. So start following on that. Check it out. Um, What's our um, email? Or not an email, our website. There you go, ipmdohio.com. That's right. Check it out. It's all redone and looks fancy. It's nice. Um, pretty straightforward. It shows all the services we offer. But uh, thank you for listening to our podcast. If you have any more questions, uh, please feel free, like I said, to reach out. Uh, please share with a friend. Tell someone. Make a post on Facebook. Maybe we'll make it worth your while. And hell, you know what? If you could come up with any more myths, that I would be happy to bust. We're going to bust them. Mm -hmm. You got it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That's right. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. We appreciate it. See you guys.